Many people who have experienced narcissistic abuse end up with PTSD or complex PTSD. PTSD includes things like flashbacks, anxiety, depression, intrusive memories, nightmares, sleep disturbances, trouble concentrating, hypervigilance, bad short-term memory, and a negative outlook on life. CPTSD has the same symptoms plus a few extras such as difficulty regulating emotion, anger issues, fear of abandonment, and low self-esteem. When you've been raised with narcissistic parents, children learn early in life how they are supposed to just keep going no matter what. It's not because they're told they're capable or strong or they can do anything. It's simply expected of these children of narcissists to keep going. They aren't supposed to rest or need breaks. They're just supposed to keep going and doing no matter what. Once these children grow up, this is so ingrained in them that frequently they continue that behavior in, in adulthood, even when they have CPTSD. So many of us with this debilitating disorder keep pushing and pushing ourselves, even on our worst days, rather than take care of ourselves. As a result, we suffer needlessly, and not a lot of people believe we're actually sick. They think we can't be too bad. After all, we keep going and doing. People close to us may not even see us struggling because we just keep going. We often don't show a lot of evidence of our struggles, even when they're at their worst. When I have a flashback or get depressed or anxious, I get quiet. Normally, I'm very quiet anyway. This isn't a big red flag, even to people that know me. I know it's hard, but we have to stop being so high-functioning. We have to start taking better care of ourselves, and part of that is letting people know that we're having a bad day or we need some help. That's a scary thing, thanks to having narcissistic parents who instilled the dysfunctional belief in us that we're never supposed to have any needs, but even so, it must be done. You know people in your life that are safe. You also know those who aren't. Start opening up more to the ones who are safe. It's okay to admit to them that you're having a bad day and why. They won't judge you for having nightmares or flashbacks or even debilitating anxiety. Even if they don't have CPTSD themselves, they can at least empathize with you. They don't want to see you suffering, and they'll be glad to help you if they can. It's hard to know what to ask for from others when you haven't got experience in asking for help, I know. Try to get in touch with your needs. Really think about it. If I could have anything in the entire world at this particular moment, what would help me the most? When you take the limits off your thinking like that, sometimes it really can help you to come up with something that can help. You'll probably discover, like I did, what would help isn't usually something huge. It's something small, like a hug or going out for coffee with your best friend. Those things are certainly reasonable requests to ask of someone you're close to, so why not ask? No one who genuinely loves you will object to giving you a hug or scheduling a coffee date, especially if they know it'll help you. For me, anyway, I've learned that the things that help me the most when my CPTSD is flaring up are the small things, like spending time with my husband or chatting on the phone with my best friend. I think many of us with CPTSD feel like such a burden. We feel like we're asking for help from others and it's going to involve them doing some huge task all the time. The truth is, though, that's not usually the case. The biggest thing I found I need from someone is to listen to me talk about trauma. And sometimes, granted, that's many times. That can be hard on the person listening, but again, anyone who genu genuinely loves you won't mind because they want to help you. So please, stop trying to do it all. Life with CPTSD is hard enough. Don't make it harder. It's okay to ask for help and also to take care of yourself.